Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome back to our part two of our topic on marriage. So if you missed last week, we have a special guest with us, and her name is Mele Bolotolu. She is a special friend to both uh, Taffy and I, and now Emily too. We were able to chat with her, and because our conversation went long, we ended up doing it in two parts. So if you have not listened to last week's episode, make sure to go back and listen to that first, as we're going to pick up right where we left off from our conversation last week. So Mele was sharing how her and her husband, Natani, are very different, that they have learned how to magnify love within their marriage, and that Emily and I are just giving our response in where we are picking up. So we hope you enjoy the rest of our conversation with Mele. Emily, you were I, going to say something. Yes. Um, well, when you were saying that, I was just thinking to how beautiful of a picture I think it is of just how like the Lord created marriage. And I think, unfortunately, in our culture today, we think that like when we enter into it, it's going to be this easy thing that like we're just supposed to mesh and get along. And like it's and if we're not, then there's a problem. And I think that the way that the Lord, I feel like, has just even grown me so much exponentially and showed me so much of my own areas that need refining are through my relationship with my husband. And I love just the picture of you two being so different and how I feel like in those ways, just the Lord continues to reveal in our own hearts of like areas that we can grow and we can learn. This person that we're now like one with, we bring all of that together and while it it can be very challenging the Lord has such an opportunity if we can just acknowledge that especially in the beginning of a marriage that this is going to refine me and I love what you said you were looking at him like you need to change all these things when in reality I feel like oftentimes it's kind of a mirror back on us of okay Lord what are you showing me where in my heart do I need to change and then ultimately kind of what you were saying is how do I love this man who you gave me to be my husband because you created him God created my husband the way that he is and the way that he wanted him to be and just learning how to love that man like not change him or make him into like what we want him to be but and obviously like I feel like that's also a partnership like we help each other grow and like in certain areas I there's always room for growth on both sides but just like learning to love the differences and being okay with you may do this this way and I do this this way but I love you for it I love this about you or I don't know I think that like oftentimes unfortunately like when it's into the marriage part of it for some reason that just like flips our switch in our head of like okay now it's my chance to change you or now you know we have to like whatever just like if you would share too 
just submitting to that. How do we submit to someone who we don't feel like, okay, this isn't exactly how I would do it, but I submit to your leadership. Ultimately, like I know that the Lord has put you as the head of our household and submitting to that. So maybe you can share a little bit more about that too. Like, what does that look like for you guys? Okay. Um, yes, because I, I have been praying for this particular submission thing a lot, even yesterday. So I'll just share this. This is from 1 Corinthians 2.16. And this is what it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And um, um, because this is something that, that for my husband and I, um, we've really, we've had to work hard at maintaining this in our marriage. And that is to pray um, every day, pray daily. Before, before anything, before our day starts, uh, we pray. So we pray for each other. And, you know, we pray for all our supporters. We pray for, uh, you know, because we both get different prayer requests from friends, from family. So we pray for that. So that's really, that's really our, um, our time where we can just let loose, you know. And we spend like um, 30 minutes to an hour to just, and it's like, did you get any, you know, prayer? And that's like, yeah. Um, uh, Taffy just messaged and you know she's just really going through stuff and I'm I'm picking on her as an example you know and so you know we pray because we you can pray for some good things too of course of course like she's not always struggling and going through stuff <laughs> no, <laughs> most no, of the no. time yes <laughs> but you know um, we that has really when when God says the three-strand cord, he really means it because we have seen, we have recognized the power of the three-strand cord. And, you know, it has helped us even in our decisions. You know, when we first got married, all my, my learning in the DTS, my dying to self, I just didn't know where that all went because... I felt like I was being put in another DTS. Oh, my goodness, you know. All these emotions that I thought I never had, you know, was like, what is this? You know, and so um, this was something that really held me together, was having the mind of Christ, because we can easily just, pray, oh yeah, I really want the mind of Christ, da, da 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 go about our day, and we forget. What does it really mean to have the mind of Christ? For both of us, we had to remember to have the mind of Christ. We are one. You know, we are married now, we, we are one. Having the mind of Christ together. It wasn't for my husband, for me. It was how do we have the mind of Christ together? Because when we go about during our day, we check on each other, you know. I'll give you an example. Last week, this is very recent, last week we, um, you know, we finished our prayer, but then he said, oh, we'll take the children to school this morning because we have a habit of taking the children to school and praying together. So, you know, because we really want the children to understand that the importance of praying 
you know, as a family. So, and sometimes when, you know, we'll sit in the car and we just start talking, the children will remind us, so why are we going to school? You two are just talking. When are we going to start praying? Because they know that, you know, they know that when mom and dad is in the car, it's because we're going to pray on the way to school. And so anyway, this particular day we're, we're driving and we finished our prayer and Netani goes, Han, um, do you know when the registration uh, for the car is you know up because we need to pay and i said oh no i mean the last in the last uh, mail i got was back when we were in harvey bay and so you know he's like well why don't we just pray and ask the lord because we didn't get any email you know we and we were like we were unsure you know are they going to tell us so you know we just prayed very quickly about the registration we came back home and he said oh let me just check and see I can just go online and find out when it's due. Well, sure enough, it was that particular day. The 8th of March was the day it was due. You know, we both just looked at each other and, we, and I said to him, remember how we prayed in the car? And we said, Lord, lead us, you know, just guide us. Holy Spirit, speak to us. If this is something that you need to bring, bring to the forefront of our minds that bring whatever and you know and we both just looked at uh, looked at each other and he said it just came from left field registration because who thinks of registration when you're driving the car and it was not something that Netani thinks about because I do all the the logistics for our family and so you know I said to him you know what hon that's the Holy Spirit that's the Holy Spirit alerting you that it needs to be paid so you know, having the mind of Christ has, it's always there for us. I'll, I'll read it again. You know, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? One of the things that we have realized is that when we are asking the Holy Spirit to instruct us, to guide us, to help us in the processes of things, or, you know, whatever our day will bring, he does alert us. You know, he's like that red, um, you know, light that comes in traffic to tell us this is happening. So there, there's been things like that that we have seen even in our journey, you know. And we were even talking about it a few weeks ago. He was apologizing to me and said, you know, I'm so sorry for the way that um, I used to just get so frustrated when... You know, when they first had the GPS out, we were both still learning how to, to use the GPS. This was way back, I don't know, about 10 years ago, something like that. And boy, you know, when it says, I don't know if they do this in America, but when it says, you come through the roundabout and it says, take the third exit. I don't know what the third exit was because all I saw is the roundabout, a road going there and going straight. And I used to wonder, why doesn't this GPS speak in English and just say, through the roundabout, keep going straight? And it has to say, take the third exit. I had trouble with that, you know? And, and I used to tell him, I don't know why it doesn't say, go straight. And he's like, what, what is it saying? And I'm like, it keeps saying, Take the third exit. Oh, I tell you. So, you know, he's saying, 
I'm so sorry after, you know, all these years, I have to apologize. He said, you are so gracious in how you just continue to take us through things. Even in my frustration, you just know how to mellow things down. You know, and I, I said to him, "Han, that was God. That was not me. Because I do, I, I, even though I remember, I don't um, have that grudge about the GPS is taking us through the, you know, through <laughs> the roundabout and going straight, you know. It doesn't tell me that yes. you were frustrated with me. Because he'll be like, so where are we going? Where are we going? Hurry up, say something, otherwise we'll get into an accident. <laughs> so, you know, we've gotten lost oh so many times goodness. because That's I've given terrible. the wrong direction. I think every wife can relate to that <laughs> so well. I always, I was like... Oh, you were supposed to turn left there. Oh, and Eric's like, oh, the one that's like behind us now? And I'm like, yeah, that one. He's like, mm, thank you. you know? <laughs> oh, that I so love Because it's the grace, uh, the grace <laughs> of God. Yes, because the Lord, the Lord had to remind him, you know, and I think more it's for his own, um, he needs to hear it because he's such a verbal processor. For my husband, he has to hear it, and it's more for his own restoration that he knows, oh, I'm fine with it, you know. Mm. Because when when God says he protects us, I have to say, I know what that means because I have seen it. Where the enemy has tried to come and take my life, I have seen the Lord's buffer. You know, I have seen him buffer my family through the ups and downs, through because uh, I almost lost my life twice. And I think um, Taffy would, would know this very well. And, and I'm still here, you know. And I have to say, I really just really want to honor the Lord in that because he knew that I needed to be here. Now, I don't see the full picture. God does. But it's for little things like this where God continues to remind me, hey, you know, say this to Netanyahu, say this to the children, you know. I have to say, I have learned to hug the children, okay, so that's, uh, you know, it's not like I, I haven't hugged, just because I don't hug, I haven't hugged, I And the funny thing is that they are the most huggable children. They are children that uh -huh. run and just always constantly want hugs all the time. So that is a story for me. <laughs> so, you know, the children even teach me. So, you know, sometimes Leland will say, Mom, because, you know, over here with the islanders, they, they shake your hand first and then, you know, they, they kind of lean over to give you a kiss, you know, and a peck on the cheek. I just put my hand out, and that's it. It's like, oh, Bulabinaka, and I keep going. So Leilani reminds me, Mom, and it's like, oh, oh, hi, you know, back on the cheek, a hug. So I'm, I'm learning, you know, I, I have to allow the children to also speak into my life and not feel like hey, mm -hmm. I'm the parent here because culturally the children are seen mm -hmm. and not heard. And so when I allow my children to, to speak into my life, that's a, that's a big deal in island culture. And so, because I, I want them to know that 
God is a big God. God is bigger than the church. God is bigger than missions. And God can use you. If he can use it to speak to mom and dad, he can use it to speak to mm -hmm. other people as well. And I don't want them to have that fear or, you know, my cultural respect thing needs to come on now. Mm -hmm. um, I can't speak to the, 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 the elders. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want them to have the freedom to speak to kids their age, older people, mm -hmm. you know. So... Um, I that also kind of goes back to what you were saying about like modeling and what you and your husband do of consciously having the mindset of Christ and like you're modeling that also to your kids. And I think that that is huge and kind of back to like the submitting part. I think when we do have our, not I think, I know when our eyes are fixed on Christ, walking in his obedience as a wife is so much easier and following our husbands is easier and and I think that too it takes a man who's also doing that who loves Jesus who's following the Lord wholeheartedly who wants to come along with you and I love how you said that it is like one mind like when we are married we are one and we have together the mind of Christ and that is like imperative I think for a marriage and the Lord the Lord is gracious when, you know, that is not always going to be the case for every single person that they're always on the same page and that like people struggle in their walks with the Lord. And I think there's grace in that. And that, that is also when we can come alongside our spouse and encourage them and walk through those times of life with them. But I think when we can come together and like, I know in our, in our marriage too, like, when our hearts and minds are focused on the Lord, things between us are always better. They are always, even though the circumstances might not be different, the stresses of life might not be any different, but when we can come together and have our focus on the Lord, we have that eternal perspective. We have the mind of Christ leading us through whatever difficulty or even excitement of life that may be ahead of us. And that is where I think like deep love and connect, like being connected and just an experience that, yeah, intimacy, that's a perfect word for it. Like that true intimacy is found is when like you are pursuing Jesus and a relationship with the Lord together. Yeah. And for me, the strongest marriages that I see are people who are doing that together as a couple pursuing the Lord and it overflows. I love the picture, just what you said, even too briefly about your kids of like, that is my prayer for my kids too, is that like I model that we model in our marriage, a life passionate for the Lord and two people who love Jesus and are doing their daily lives for Christ that our kids look at that and think like, like see that modeled not me just saying to them like oh mom and dad love each other and then they see us not loving each other like they they recognize that and they see that and being a model to our kids in that way i think is huge and it sounds like you and your husband have done that just even the brief stories and things that you shared like beautifully and um so i think that it's just i appreciate you sharing the stories that you did with us today and just 
you have so much wisdom, I think, and I feel like you could share like a million stories that we could learn from and like laugh about. And I just love your vulnerability and your honesty. And I think that truly another thing, like a takeaway that I have is just prayer. And we've talked about this. I've talked about this a lot recently with like one of my good friends of just, there's a reason why the Bible says pray continuously. Like every part of our lives centered around, I, and even just like in the car, thinking about your registration. Like I think in, unfortunately in our culture today, in the world today, that is not on the our forefront of our minds. Like when we can every little thing that we do and every thought that we have, if we can take it to the Lord, like those are things that, especially in marriage, like for taking every little thing to the Lord, like he mm -hmm. will work through it with us and honors our heart and listens. He cares more than any, anybody. So um, thank you, Mele, for sharing today and your stories. They mean a lot that you would take your time and we'll have to have you back because I feel like you have so much more wisdom you could share with us today. <laughs> I just want to share one more thing. Yeah. Um, it's from um, it's from First Peter 3. Um, I mean, and you guys can uh, read this in your own time. First uh, Peter 3, 1 to 7 and Ephesians 5, 28. This is what it says. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies and he who loves his wife loves himself my uh and so just one one statement that i wanted to share about submission because this is what had helped me a wife's submission is a powerful way of her trusting in god because you're not like you know submitting as in you know it's it's not that um when you have submitted your heart to the Lord, um, like a, how I was telling you guys earlier about, you know, when, when I was single, my trust in God was everything. It was my whole life. And then when I got married, I had to shift that. Well, I had to trust, trust that my husband, you know, that God had brought my husband and I needed to shift the trust. Not that I was deflecting from God, but I had to trust him. I think part of the reason that was such a big thing for me is because uh, we are both very uh, uh, cultured people. You know, we, our, our culture dictates a lot for us. And so some of the things that we actually do now is, is very uncultured because it's not how my culture would define it, you know. To them, it's like, oh, that's, that's the Palangi. You know that they because they've been living in Australia and so they've had to learn how to do the Palangi thing, the Palangi way. And it's like no, it's not about that. It's how God. This is the godly way. You know, the culture is telling us this. The Australian culture is telling us another. But this is what God is is speaking to us, and we are comfortable with that. You know, and so, you know, I think I the. The only thing I wanted to share is, you know, uh, for Netani, he knows how to give honor in front of our children, you know. And for him, as a godly husband, uh, if you read that particular scripture, it says right at the bottom that if 
the husband doesn't life, love the wife like it does God, then his prayers will not be answered. And so for him, he knows the consequences of not loving me the way he loves himself will be basically, it's, it's self-explanatory, you know. And so um, I just wanted to leave us with that because, you know, Taffy says this a lot to me. You do you and God will do the rest, you know. And that's, that should be a Taffy Pluck quote. You do you. <laughs> you know? And so, um, because when we do who we are, God is able to work within our being who we are. Mm -hmm. you, you get what I mean? And so, yeah. So that's, that's the... <laughs> Just a beautiful, just a beautiful boat to just tie it all together. Thank you so much, Mele, for coming and joining us today. We, I feel like there's been so much richness in everything that you have been saying, and just so many lessons. I, I thought that we were coming to talk about marriage, but I feel like you've talked about everything: singleness, marriage, children, being a mom, life, obedience to the Lord. You've just covered everything in that, but um just so honored for you um as my friend and just the journey we have been on and to 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 be with you in this time and to share just this part of our lives this this it's act of obedience for us to walk this podcast out and to have you be on it and to share your wisdom that you have inputted in my life and and I know Amanda can echo that as well it's just it, the richness of it just shows the the bigness of God that we cannot limit God, and you have been a, a shining example of that. But also have given me the freedom to to walk out who God has called me to be. So I am so thankful for you, my friend, and and just such a joy to be able to share this part of of what the Lord has led us to do um, with you. So thank you, Mele. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.